Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. And welcome back Hello. to another episode of Your Daily Scrum another with one. Todd Miller, Ryan Ripley. Todd, how are you? Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. As I'm working on my NPR voice. <laughs> it's uh, smooth, smooth and, and soothing. And as we talk about uh, the biggest scrum problems of the decade, are you ready, Todd? Yeah, of the decade. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Todd, when does the scrum team inspect the product goal? What do you think? Uh, I think there can be a lot of places. I think there's one natural place to inspect the product goal, Ryan. What's that? The sprint review. Oh, yeah. Right. I think a sprint review is a very natural place to inspect progress towards the product goal, right? Um, yeah, I think it's a very natural, uh, natural place to do it. I think I think there's other opportunities. I think this is a great place to inspect the product goal. Yeah, the uh, sprint review comes immediately to mind. This is where, to your point, we would inspect the progress towards it. I actually think sprint planning. We could uh, take a quick look at the product goal, make sure it's still relevant, kind of get ourselves centered around what we're trying to achieve long term before we develop a sprint goal. I actually think refinement could be a great place to look at the product goal because our product backlog is supposed to emerge from product goals, right? Mm -hmm. And so maybe looking at a future product goal and coming up with a few PBIs and doing some refinement there could be beneficial as well. But uh, mm -hmm. I think your initial answer, Todd's uh, sprint review is going to be, uh, I think, prime suspect. That's where yeah. I would look first. But there's, as you said, there's other opportunities like sprint planning and refinement to do some work too. I think so. I think so. I think that uh, um, I think outside of the official Scrum events, that a product owner should should be suspicious of it. Should be looking at this. They should be looking at the product goal and just like thinking, right? Like, is this is this still valid? Is this still direction? Have we achieved it? Is it is something we still want to achieve? I don't think the product goal should swing and change quite a bit, but I also think that it is sometimes time to call it quits and retire a product goal. Even if you didn't meet the measures that you had in place for it, sometimes it's just kind of, it's enough to say, mm, I think we've gone as far as I feel like spending money to go. And a product owner might look at this 
during that time. And then I think that's a really good, uh, a really good, if the product owner does decide that to bring that, that conversation into refinement, cause that changes that conversation. Yeah. So, um, you know, Todd, it could also be a, uh, you know, outside of scrum, the product owner is busy and there's a lot of stakeholder management stuff going on and you know this and, it, it, I think it, this could also be a situation where why not grab some stakeholders, go have a lunch and talk through the product goal, possible sprint goals, and maybe future product goals as well. So even outside of the framework, I think a product owner could be kind of socializing the product goal, discussing what that 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 future looks like based off of the product goal being complete. Tons of opportunity to, mm-hmm. to use this this commitment to the product backlog in a positive way to bring transparency into what the team could potentially be working on in the future, right? Yeah. It's just reminding me, This, you know, where might be for developers, where might be an interesting place to discuss the product goal is if you have product backlog items that are trying to get into the sprint that aren't uh, related to the sprint goal, you could ask yourselves, well, does this contribute to the product goal? Because if it doesn't, maybe you shouldn't be bringing it in. Uh, it might just, maybe you have to or whatever, but you know, I, I think that that might be a, another interesting place to talk at, at a really like micro level, um, another place to use the product goal. I don't know. I'm just brainstorming there, Ryan. No, I, I like it. I think uh, those are some really interesting starting points. I think we should hear from everyone else, Todd. We've got over 10,000 people out there watching the videos. How are you using the product goal? When do you inspect and adapt and and uh, socialize these goals with your teams and your stakeholders? Let us know in the comments below. Uh, If you're getting value out of these videos, consider a thank you. We've had some great supporters already. Keep it up. Uh, Like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Todd, it's end screen time with the socials as well. We've been pretty active lately. Check out the description. Todd and I wrote a book called Fixing Your Scrum. We think you'll like it. Information about our classes are there too. Some videos are about to pop up. It's our free Scrum Framework and EBM course that Todd built with uh, Will Seeley, a fellow PSD out of the Netherlands. It's awesome. Check it out. There's even some merch. Plenty of stuff for you to dig into. We hope you like it all. Let us know in the comments. Until then, I'm Todd. No, I'm Ryan. That was Todd. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> See you all tomorrow. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.